My brothers and sisters, this is Ben Vernon. I am the senior pastor at Vernon First United Methodist Church in Vernon, Alabama. And I tell you, if nothing else, that proves that God has a sense of humor. So I welcome you to another episode of our Bishops Read Together initiative. I'm honored to be able to participate in this, and I hope you get a blessing from today's discussion. So we hear the slogan, all in, quite a bit in our society. I mean, it seems to be everywhere. Companies use all in as a part of their slogan. We see sports teams using all in as a part of their slogan. I read an interview with Dabo Swinney, the head coach of Clemson, uh, their football team, and he said all in is not just a slogan. It's a way of life here, and it's about being committed to doing uh, the best you can with what you've got. That's what it's about. It's about doing your very best on and off the field, and the same thing with the coaches. That's quite a good statement. I, I like his perception on that. So all in means that we don't hold back. We're fully committed. It's a way of life, not something we do here and there. In every moment of our lives, we give our very best effort. This is what Paul was talking about when God inspired him to write the book of Romans. So I'll be focusing on Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 for today's talk. So in Romans chapter 12, verses 1, Scripture says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Now most of us understand when we go to church and we place our offering in a plate, whether we're putting cash or giving a check, we understand what that represents. It, 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 it's an acknowledgement of God's blessings in our lives. It's, it's us representing our commitment to the ministry of our local church that we want to support, be a part of, that, of our local church's ministry. It's a part of worshiping God. It's part of us thanking God for the blessings he's given us. And frankly, brothers and sisters, it's an antidote to materialism. Now, giving and offering to God, brothers and sisters, is very different from giving ourselves to God. Giving your whole selves to God requires a lot of us. Imagine coming to the altar and saying, today, my offering to God is myself. Why do we turn ourselves over to God? Well, we offer ourselves to God because of his mercy to us. In Romans 12, verse 1, Paul presents God's mercies as his strongest argument for giving ourselves to God. Verse 1 says, I urge you, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is the mercy giver. He's the dead raiser. He's the great healer. He's the pardon provider. And, and I ask you, where would we be without God's grace and mercy in our lives? What hope would we have without him? When we fully recognize what Christ has done for us, our only response to his mercy is to give ourselves totally to him. 
So how do we offer ourselves to God? Scripture calls us to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Romans 12 verse 1 says, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. The expression of living sacrifice comes from Old Testament sacrifices. In the Old Testament, the worshiper offered an animal. But we live in the New Testament era, and in the New Testament era, believers offer ourselves to God. The term body means whole person. It means that we offer every bit of ourselves. We don't hold back on anything. We give all that we have to God. God wants us to surrender our whole being to him. God is calling us to be all in. Now, when we're baptized, we join a local church. We are committing ourselves to serve God. We are committing to being a living sacrifice. The greatest living sacrifice of all time was Jesus Christ, who died on a cross for us. His offer is not a part-time offer. When Christ died, he died for us. When he was buried, he was buried for us. And when he rose again in victory over sin and death, he is a living God. He is living as a living sacrifice for us. So God calls us to offer ourselves as living sacrifices to him all the time. A living sacrifice is more than what we do on Sunday mornings, brothers and sisters. A living sacrifice is a sacrifice that's alive. It's our way of life. It's how we think and act and do. It's, it's how we treat other people. We sacrifice ourselves to Christ in all the moments of our lives. We reflect, we reflect Christ in every activity. No matter what it is we're doing, we conduct ourselves as citizens of the kingdom of God. In each relationship, in the good times and the bad times, and our relationships, we live as living sacrifices, reflecting Christ to those that we are in relationship with. It's the way we handle the challenges of our lives when Things don't go our way when adversities hit us, when challenges hit us. We live as people of faith, holy and righteous. We live as living sacrifices, obeying God's will for us in those tough situations. Now, I'll tell you, uh, a few days ago, my wife Tammy and I were just really busy. We had a lot on our plate. Uh, my wife really works hard in, for the church, as she is a, a, a great pastor's wife. So she's very involved in the church. Well, we were just really busy. We had a lot going on. And I decided I would be nice. I would order takeout for us rather than have the two of us trying to get into the kitchen and cook something. So I went and picked up the meal and brought it back to the parsonage. As soon as we open up the bag, we discover they have given us the wrong meal. We had someone else's order in the bag. So I had to put the order back in the bag, hop back in the car, 
drive all the way back to the restaurant to return the meal. Now, I tell you, brothers and sisters, in my carnal nature, in my corrupt human nature, I could have raised a fuss. I could have been a very agitated person. I could have really fussed about it, talked about the, the long drive back and the whole point of order and takeout food is the convenience of it and how they ruined the convenience of it and how much extra time it took away from me when I needed that time or something else. You know, I could have gone through all those things and fussed about it. But I'm a child of God. I'm saved by his mercy and his grace. I've received pardon through his offer to me, freely given and gladly accepted. So when I got into the restaurant, I looked around and I saw how very busy they were. It was obvious they were understaffed. They were working as hard as they possibly could. When I spoke to the young lady, when she came up to me, you could see fear in her eyes. She was very worried about what my response would be because she knew she had given me the wrong order. How did I handle it? I chose to handle it as a child of God. I chose to sacrifice my will for God's will. I understand that I'm an all-in creation of God. I'm an all-in Christian. So I smiled with her. I laughed with her. I, I, I joked about what had happened. I acknowledged how hard she was working. I acknowledged the strain and the pressure that she was under. I, I forgave her and I thanked her for her effort in, in providing dinner for me. And I went on my way. Brothers and sisters, being a disciple of Christ means that we link our faith with our works. Practicing our faith isn't isolated to Sunday morning. Everyday life is lived for God. Others can see if the Holy Spirit is living in us and in everything we say and in everything we do. We are a walking witness to what the Holy Spirit is doing in us. We are a walking testament to if we are all in or not. Romans 12, 2, the other verse in our core verses says this, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Brothers and sisters, we go all in by completely submitting to sanctifying grace, which transforms us. It molds us into Christ-likeness every day. That's part of being a Christian. We submit our will to God and we're transformed by the Holy Spirit rather than allowing ourselves to be conformed to the corrupt pattern of this broken and fallen world. I read a statement a while back while I was preparing for this and it reads, faithful people are transformed people living Christ-centered lives. The world seeks to pressure our mind from without, but one who has given themselves wholeheartedly to God allows God's spirit to release his power from within. God's word 
Holy Scripture calls us to be all in. We're called to be living sacrifices. Being all in means those who see us can perceive us sacrificing our will to God's will. They see us living transformed lives. In this day and age, brothers and sisters, I truly believe that the world needs Christ more than ever. People need Jesus now more than ever. We hear the threat of war with Ukraine and Russia, the serious problems caused by COVID-19 and its variants, and the historic challenges people are facing uh, due to this virus. It's a tough time, brothers and sisters. People need Jesus. God is inviting us to live sacrificial lives. God will bless us. So let us pray. Holy and gracious Father, full of love and mercy, we thank you, God, that you love us so much. We thank you that you care for us so very much. We thank you for Scripture, your holy word, which is a guidepost for us to help us understand you better, to help us know you better, to help us understand your will for us better. And we thank you, Father, for the gift of the Holy Spirit within us that guides us and directs us and helps us to become more transformed into the likeness of Christ, not in our physical appearance, but spiritually, so that we act and reflect the Holy Spirit within us. We act as children of the kingdom for all who see us. Thank you, God, for your mercy. Thank you, God, for your grace. Thank you for your pardon in our lives. We pray these things in the name of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.